Hey, this is Rude Jude, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, and the man sitting next to me has ripped off his pants and undies and is now threatening his flaccid penis with a knife <laughs> to get it hard. That's Jeff Clark. Hey. What's up, guys? And beaming to us from the after party of a middle school production of Annie is the ginger-chasing bearded stagehand known as Shuddy Boy. Nice. Yo. Shout out once again to our good friend Alex Wilson. Still picking away at that email he sent of a bunch of uh, bunch of show intros. Much appreciated, Alex. Thank you. How many... Do you know how many more you have left? It's incredible that he just banged see. out these. Mm. Oh. Oh. I think we might only have one left. Uh-oh. Oh, wait, no, two. We're going to need him to get drunk again sometime soon. And <laughs> oh, man. Think about Mad Scientist Party Hour. I haven't even read all of these. I just found the one I'm doing next week. That's a good one. Is that a racist one? Uh, no. no. More Alex, pedophile jokes. Huh? Alex doesn't really dance the race line too much, I don't think. It's tough. It's tough. It can cost you a job. So you can. You've got to be careful with the racial commentary. Yep. I'm mm-hmm. can't be an expert like me. I, I'm great at dealing with racial issues. Yeah, you're the race walker. <laughs> yeah, it's damn right. <laughs> Way more badass than white walkers. Oh, yeah. So did you guys follow any of the Emmys shit? I no. didn't. I, so I haven't... I don't remember the Emmys being so socially uh, trending are so uh, socially popular um, as much as this year. But then I've read also numerous articles that said the Emmys ratings were down. They were the lowest they've ever been. I think all award shows are just going down and down as more and more people are cutting the cord and less and less people are kind of giving a shit. So is social media like carrying the brunt for for like promoting these things then? Because, again, like, Probably. I, like I feel like the Emmys were less talked about before social media and now i'm reading on social media like everyone's takes and opinions on them and reading how they're less popular so it's like wait that doesn't even make sense maybe it's Uh, just the counts that i follow i heard i don't know didn't game of thrones just win like didn't game of thrones win of a lot of awards and and people were like disappointed because it was almost like um i don't know like a thoughtless process by the the emmy academy to just award Game of Thrones based on, like, legacy? Or maybe I have that fucked up. I don't know. Did you watch the Emmys? No. Oh, no. Fuck no. I hate um, award shows, honestly. But uh, I did see that, like, all the actors in Game of Thrones got snubbed. Oh, okay. So no it actor, was the opposite. No actor won for Game of Thrones. I don't think any writers won. I think a director won. And they got, which is, I think, essentially the equivalent of Best Picture... Uh, best drama, they w- <laughs> they won that. So they got the highly coveted one, which 
I don't know. I, I think I remember reading in an article that that's the fourth one that the series has won. So it wasn't even like a legacy award. Like, oh, that last season sucked balls, but the series as a whole was so great, we got to toss them something. Like, they had already gotten that award. And okay. then they got it again this year. But Barry won some shit. I saw that. I saw... Bill Hader won yeah. Best Comedic, right? I think so. Yeah, because he was also up. I guess he directed one of the episodes of Barry. So they tried to get him. An, they, he got a nomination for Best Director, but he lost that. Honestly, uh, like Barry, I don't know if you haven't seen it yet. We've all seen it, right? We're fans. I know you yes. have, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen it yet, that is some great, great work done by Bill Hader. Like, yeah, it's... It's funny, and he does his thing, and he's funny on it, but he's a fucking amazing actor. Yeah, he crushes it on there. Especially in season two. He's just a fucking beast. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah, like, he's, like, it is, like, legit solid acting. And he's rounding, like, a, I guess, a creative corner in his career. Chernobyl won some shit. I saw that, Chernobyl got some Emmys. I'm I'm pumped on that. Chernobyl kicked ass. That show was amazing. Yeah, it was one of the more terrifying things I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and well packaged and presented. Like, there's a lot of hard hitting, heavy, confusing details to bundle into like a five episode miniseries, especially trying to explain nuclear phys- physics to an audience of mostly buffoons like me. Yeah. Yeah, no, they did a good job with the subject matter, man, matter, I guess. And I, I don't think you guys have checked out that show Fleabag yet. I was just about to ask you about that. That did wo- that did well, right? Yeah, yeah, they got a lot. Was it good? Um, I've only seen a couple episodes so far because we were have we had um, uh, uh, Brett Gelman on the Jason Ellis show, and he was kind of coming on to promote Fleabag. Okay. So whenever we have a guest coming on, now that I'm in studio, I'll. I like to do my homework, and if they're promoting a movie that we get a link to watch or a stand-up special or something, I'll watch it just so I'm familiar with it, so I can kind of engage more on the air. And Does there people send you stuff the ahead weight? of time? Yeah. Usually? Yeah. That's cool. What's his name? Brett Gelman. Brett Gelman. He's in Stranger Things. Um, he was in Love. Yeah, yeah. He was the, the, the program manager. In oh, Love. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love this guy. Yeah. Is he, was, he funny? Is Fleabag funny? Is he funny in it? Fleabag's hysterical. It's, oh, okay. It's super fucked up. It's super sexual, super dirty. It's a really weird show, but it it kicks ass. Because I a lot like I the a lot of the love I saw for it on Twitter was coming from people that I'm like, eh, you're kind of like one of those virtue virtue signaling, like pat yourself on the bat, butt fuckers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of just wrote it off. But after watching it, it's that's a heavy show. They they get some shit going on that. Yeah, I'm I'm reading about it now. Is it is it a is it a period piece? No. Okay, so it's it's set in now times or current current days. Yeah, now, now times. times. You know yeah. what I mean? Shut up! I'm trying to read. Is it set in now times? Now AD. You fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> is it? It's on Amazon too, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna get into this British though. How does Brett does Brett Gelman have a accent in that? No, he's an, he plays an American dude. Okay, good. living in London. Okay, but it's it's cool because like you know how British series they they tend to not overstay their welcome. Like The Office was two seasons. 
Okay. A lot of British sitcoms and series, they, they go like two or three seasons max. And I think... Yeah, they don't have a lot of cinema, those British. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. <laughs> but uh, what that, that Fleabag show, I think she only wanted to do one season, and then they were kind of pressuring her to do a second one, and she was like, no, 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 no. And then she was like, all right, well, you know what? I just I, I found a funny angle for season two. So we'll, we'll do a second season, but it doesn't seem like... But isn't she wants to do a third season, despite how much money they're throwing at her? Isn't each season like six episodes long? Yeah, 30, sh- 30 minutes? Yeah, they're short. All right. I mean, if they're going to throw her more money, is she like a... Uh, who's the actress? Who's the, who, who plays Fleabag? It's like Phoebe something? Phoebe... I got you, yeah. Phoebe Waller, Waller Bridge. Waller Bridge, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, she kicks ass. She like I think she writes every episode or something. I like think that. I tried to watch it and I and I just didn't get into it. But I've heard enough people say it was good that maybe I'll circle back and give it another shot. It winning an Emmy doesn't do shit for me. Uh, what other Emmy notes do you have or, or things that stood out? Because again, I didn't see any. Uh, I just saw people got laughed at. Did you hear about that? Why? What did they do? <laughs> it was Kim. And one of the stupid little ones with the one of the models, Kendall, Kylie, whatever. One of those. Yeah, yeah. They one were of them is super hot. They were introducing a uh, um, an award or like a category, and they they both walk up to the mic and they're like, "We uh, can uh, identify with uh, scripted television and also things being real." And then the other one's like. And our family show is... They were basically just going off about how their family is so real and grounded and unscripted. And it was a serious moment. And the audience just bursts out laughing. And the non-Kim one, like, you could tell it it struck her a little bit. And she tried to power through it. But she got this quick, like, confused look (laughs) on her face. Like, why are they laughing? What? What? I'm being serious. Is my pussy hanging out? Why are they laughing? (laughs) Oh man, so I, I wish I, that I saw that moment. I like. I, I feel like they've been getting they've been getting a little high on themselves lately. Like Kanye now is like a cult leader, and he's holding fucking church services and shit, and he thinks he's God. Oh, you think Kanye's a little high on himself lately? <laughs> <laughs> More so than Just usual. Oh, okay, fucking guy started a cult. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, three years ago he declared himself God in an album. <laughs> so I mean. This is the natural progression, I think. I think this is where we're always getting to. But I think it's been a while since society, like, smacked them down and put them in their place. Like, no, 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 we all don't like you. It's just, like, people with non-fully formed brains that, like, trash reality bullshit shows. Uh, You guys really aren't all that great. So them coming out there, like, we're finally accepted by Hollywood culture. And then everybody laughs at them. I was like, okay, I like this. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's. It's good and fine clowning them because they just keep winning at everything they fucking they fucking do. I read a blog, I think it was from Barstool. I'm trying to pull it up real quick so I don't fuck it up. But like Kim Kardashian released a product. Okay, the amount of money. The title of the blog is the amount of money Kim Kardashian made in just a few minutes will absolutely blow your fucking mind. She dropped like a skim solutionware line. I don't I don't really know what it is. I'm kind of skimming through it, but. It moved like it moved two million dollars of the product within the first few minutes, and this is like, again, it's not. It, it's a line that she pushed on her Instagram. I don't follow her on Instagram, so I don't know much. But I mean, it's not like it's 
it's mass produced or mass broadcasted. It's not like it's a fucking Amber Alert going out to everyone. Like that's a lot of units to be moving in a few minutes yeah. just off of her own audience. So, I mean, she's a beast. Um, but yeah, they're fucking, they're lames. I just think, I think Ky- Kylie Jenner is so hot. Is Travis, she? Travis Scott's girl. Oh, she's the one with the big fake tits. Yes. And the one that basically bought an entirely new face for her 18th birthday. Yeah. She's just, she just said, she became a different human. She's like, just oh, not what she was You born. thought that face-off movie was a work of fiction, did you? Watch this. No, they've perfected that. <laughs> yeah. I got and Watch. Watch. They're going to perfect it on me. Someone's got to tell her rapper husband, though, like, you realize plastic surgery doesn't change anything on a genetic level. Like, your kids are going to still come out with, like, half her face. Like, real face. Uh, one of the more impressive achievements in recent memory is the fact that he's able to keep her around. Like, she hasn't dumped him yet. Like, he he looks like a fucking, almost like a... He's like a, a, a hipster version of Flavor Flav. He looks a little cracked out. He's not that <laughs> talented. Like, I don't hate Travis Scott. I don't hate Travis Scott. Um, I tried I, to listen to, like, his... his al- what, what's, what's his album, like? Astroworld? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried listening it's to that. fucking garbage it really is like i because i heard one song where the beat was kind of okay yeah but his rapping still kind of sucked and i was like all right maybe something else on that album's got something there and yeah it wasn't for me even his features kind of suck like at best his songs have really good beats and you could play them in a car but more often than not if you listen to the lyrics like oh my god this guy sucks and like he's not obviously he's not a very good looking dude he's not nearly as successful as like a lot of rappers like Kendrick or like Drake or like, it's just kind of crazy that he's able to keep Kylie Jenner because she's legit. Uh, I'm not, maybe not legit. She's close to a billionaire. I mean, she can get how many different guys. Yeah. But I think they don't really have much of a standard as long as they're dating a rapper. That's all they care about. So as long as this guy keeps his dick in his pants, I don't like all she would be doing was trading him in for a different rapper. Yeah, or ba- or athlete. Yeah, but I'm surprised that like, like the Los Angeles Rams moved into town, the football team, or like the Lakers are getting new superstars, and like she's not going after any of these dicks. It's just like I know I'm good with Travis Scott. <laughs> like what? All right, and it makes me, it makes me think that maybe Travis Scott's got his shit together more than more than I'm giving credit for. He's not a very good. He's not a very good rapper. Well, he's not a good rapper. I don't think he's a very good. Uh, music artist, but hey, he's doing something right. I think Kylie Jenner's a fucking missile. I don't know. I catch moments of her where she's kind of, she she looks like derped out. If you're, I don't, I don't. If you're telling me to take sides with the Kardashians or with the people that are behind the production of the Emmys or like the the Emmy Academy. I would take the Kardashians back. I would take that. I'd prefer the Kardashians. I would rather keeping Kardashians, keeping up with the Kardashians, be on television than the Emmy Awards. Yikes. Yeah, I think the Emmy yeah. Awards are just dog shit. I think, mo- I think all awards are pretty much dog shit. All right. Well, we have a movie to review, and that might be coming up in award season. Did I you jump the gun? Do we have no, some no, other things? To get? No, I'm sorry. Shuddy, did you see anything this weekend? <laughs> I did. I didn't see Rambo, though. 
Oh, fuck. I wasn't going to go yeah, see it today. I. I wanted to go see it today at 11 o'clock so I could have two movies to review, but Nachi was I home. S- so. I still have two movies to review, though. Oh, okay. I do have a movie to review. All right. Well, what did you see, Kevin? And, and Shuddy, actually? You guys. Yeah, why don't you kick it off, Shuddy? Uh, I watched the Between Two Ferns movie. I watched that on, as well. On Netflix last night. Fuck, nice. How was it? It started off very strong. Like 40 year old virgin? I think it faded at the end. It was enjoyable, but the begin- I think the first half of the movie was fu- a lot funnier than the back half. I I agree. I still enjoyed the movie start to finish. Like, even when he wasn't doing celebrity interviews, I just like the weird, quirky shit that Galifianakis does. I don't know. That dude... That dude's on a frequency that I fuck with. He kind of stays in his own lane. And yeah. is like the master of his own universe. He's got that just... much. That stuff where, like... It probably doesn't look funny if it was written out on paper. It probably wouldn't be funny if somebody else did it. But his delivery just... Transcends the material. Yeah, Yeah, well, no, it's just like that material coming from him works. Yeah. I don't know. I've I've always been a big fan of Zach, and I like his style of humor. What do you mean always, though? Like when Hangover came out? Is that when you started, or did you know him before? Well, like in stand up, and did I you know him before? Cold. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know. I didn't know him before. Yeah, I think he kicks ass. Um, How long I, I was Between Two Ferns? An hour and twenty minutes. Okay, it's so perfect. Yeah. All right. So as long, like, that was like the real concern that I had. I did, I obviously didn't do any research in the movie, but if it was a two-hour movie, like, oh, how the oh, fuck no. can you stretch two hours out of that? They. They do string along, like, a little thin plot just to keep it moving. So, like, I'll leave out the, the details, but the studio, the l- cable access studio that he does between two ferns uh, gets destroyed. So Will Ferrell, who plays, like, he almost has the personality of, like, an oil tycoon. Like, <laughs> they just make him out but to have more money himself. than God. Yeah, he does play himself, but he's, like, and he is the head of Funny or Die, but he plays the head of Funny or Die in the movie just like a caricature of himself. Yeah. So he's like got tons and tons and tons of money. The 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 Funny or Die offices are is like a skyscraper. He has some big elaborate CEO office, and he's basically like, all right, well, uh, my website runs off of clicks. So just because you don't have a studio anymore, you better get the fuck out there and get more interviews and shit. So he basically goes on the road and just interviews all these celebrities and tries to meet the quota to give to Will Ferrell. Does he, does he bring the ferns with him? Yes. <laughs> nice. Yes. And there's funny bits involving the ferns. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I saw it was getting kind of trashed online and with reviews, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny as shit. I thought they got some really impressive guests to come sit down. He asked them some really fucked up questions. Well, what did IMDB say about, about it? What did it review it? Because we don't, if you remember, we don't give a fuck about Rotten Tomatoes anymore. I, ah, I don't think. The, the website that we shall not name. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, it's got a 6.2. Oh, man. So it was, I think, stronger than that, right? Well, yeah, if you're going by IMDb scores. Huh. Well, 
an hour and 20 minutes is at least like what I would think would be the perfect amount of time to spend on uh, between two firms feature length movie. And they, he gets really good people to sit down with him and the questions he asks all of them are super super funny and they never drag on that long and they don't need to because there's so many. And is it is it all like somewhat legit interviews in the sense that he's interviewing like real people and you know like all yeah, of the interview most of the movie was improv okay yeah yeah but like the people like yeah all right so you would think it, so they you, know that they're gonna be i'm yeah you know they know what they're getting into they don't know what he's asking them so gotcha he's improving whatever comes to mind about them and then they're responding directly to that that's how I was trying to ask the question. Yeah, thanks for explaining it that way. Okay. Yeah, and the, and during so they're the, going along with it, and their reactions sometimes are just as you, hysterical Jeff. as the questions. Right, they're all risky. so they 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 don't uh, know the questions beforehand. Uh, that's the impression I got from uh, when Zach Ga- Zach Galifianakis and. Uh, Scott Ackerman were on Doug Love's movies because they is, the the end credits is an outtake reel for the entire credits, which was fucking hysterical. Um, I didn't watch and, that. Oh really? Oh man, that it was it was so good. It was better like, than the movie because they they kept like breaking character and and Zach would ask like a really fucked up question and he couldn't even make it through it before he burst out laughing. And it seems like a lot of the takes they used in the movie were second takes because he asks Brie Larson a pretty fucked up question. And in the movie, she's like deadpan, like, ew. But when he asks her it in the, um, in the end credits, the second the question leaves his mouth, she just bursts out laughing. That question was hysterical. I mean, I don't, it, it wasn't the greatest movie in the world, but if you like Between Two Flushes, you're going to fucking laugh your ass off. I don't see what, what people are bummed out about it. You mean Between Two Ferns? Oh, yeah. Dude, I swear to fucking Christ, I've done that so many times. <laughs> Watching the movie, every time they say Between Two Ferns, I kept auto-completing it in my head as Between Two Flushes. Your goddamn Patreon show has warped my brain, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, partially inspired by his great titling. <laughs> and just like two ferns, there are a re- there is a reason why I, why I call it two flushes. I give it three point five dicks, three point five fern dicks. Oh man, you, it was a solid e- show. That's exactly what I give it. So you'd give you'd suck three point five Zach Galifianakis dicks. Yeah, why not? Nice. What else did you see, Shuddy? That's all that I saw. Oh, okay. Me Kevin's the one that saw two films. Me and you saw Ad Astra, right? Yep. We come it sounds from, like we have two different reviews ready for this. Sounds like it, yeah. So Jeff loved it. So my Kevin th- hated it. It's the opposite. Uh, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> here's what I'll say. At best, I couldn't understand what was going on, and at worst, it was a steaming pile of shit. So, uh, I I did not enjoy myself. I thought it was far too boring than what it should have been. There was far too much voiceover. Two of the coolest things in the movie, they didn't they just sprinkled in 
and didn't give much context to or spend half as much time as they should have. Like, okay, so do you know anything about it, uh, Shuddy, at Astra? I know it ha- it's, it's in space, uh, and it has Brad Pitt in it, and that's all I've been able to figure out from the trailer. It's set somewhat in the non-distant future, and we've, like, we've set up, like, businesses and, and commercialized the moon. We have, we've, like, colonized Mars. We went to Jupiter, Uranus successfully. And kind of where we're at in the movie is his father led the expedition and voyage out to Neptune, the Lima Project, which is what his father was in charge of, goes off the grid in a sense and then there's like a uh, like a natural disaster that the government thinks hit Brad Pitt's father Tommy Lee Jones who leads the Lima project could be in, uh, he could be the reason for it so they're kind of having Brad Pitt figure out the situation right is that pretty much what happened pretty much yeah like Brad Pitt's an astronaut and I guess at this point in society, We've built the space antenna. Was that what it was called? Yeah. It's like a super, super high, basically, antenna, like a structure yeah. with people in it we're that, trying... that goes up into the atmosphere. Yeah, we're trying to, like, con- connect with extraterrestrials, essentially, right? Yeah. That's the whole goal. Yeah, pretty much. And Brad Pitt is, like, the hotshot astronaut, and he's working on it when, like, that power surge hits. And, like, a whole bunch of things explode, and it knocks power out all over the place and fucks up electronics on Earth. What I don't get, though, is if he's not, he's not a hotshot astronaut, but he was just one of the many astronauts that were that were working on the satellite or the antenna thing in the beginning. So is he better than all the other guys? Because I thought he was just, like, one of a bunch of qualified astronauts. I mean, he's got a rank, right? Don't they call him, like, general or some shit? Or... No, I what think I thought him? he was below the Donald Sutherland, Sutherland character, who was lieutenant. His his father's a colonel. Maybe he's captain. I'm not sure yeah, what I his forget. rank is, but like, I thought he, he seemed was... like like in the beginning when they show him like walking through the office and everybody it seemed like everybody was kissing his ass. Well, his father is like a is an astronaut legend. Yeah, and I don't know. It's like sold to the public and to even the government that like his father's dead and he died on this exploration mission to Neptune. But then when Brad Pitt is given his mission to go like connect with his father via telephone and Mars, like he like they insinuate that yeah, maybe he's not dead. Maybe we just kind of we just assume that falsely. And that he's actually he's actually responsible for the natural or the disasters that are occurring. But the two things that I thought were very interesting were the uh, the experiment monkeys that fucking went nuts, um, and they run into during their mayday, uh, the mayday scene. You know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, so they colonize or they commercialize Mars. They have like Applebee's and they have like malls on Mars, right? But apparently, or not, not the Mars, moon. the moon. Excuse me, the moon. But apparently, Shuddy, there's pirates on the moon. So there's people driving on the moon that are trying to rob like members of the government or people doing missions or people like tourists that are going up on the moon, right? But they just sprinkle this in. And they like just they sprinkle in this pretty this really fucking cool scene. 
and they don't drill any deeper into it. And like to me, it's just like that's a way cooler movie. <laughs> like, wait a minute, there's fucking <laughs> pirates on the moon. Are you serious? Like, moon pirates? Yeah. Like this sounds this is phenomenal. And I don't know. D- didn't you feel kind of gypped by that storyline? Like that and the primates. Like I felt like they were off. They were off tone with the rest of the movie. I I looked at it as like it's Brad Pitt traveling across space, like a deep space mission, and he has stops along the way. So like it would be kind of hard to string all those threads like across planets. So like he starts off on Earth, he has some trials and tribulations there. Goes to the moon, has some trials and tribulations there. Goes to Mars, has some trials and tribulations there. Shit happens between it. So it's it was... How long is this fucking movie? Two hours. Yeah, they did not say... You're, you're, I think it was two hours. You're arriving to a conclusion that I, that I reached afterwards, and they didn't build enough room to land the plane successfully. This is probably like a fucking miniseries if they wanted to do it right. I mean, again, I do appreciate... A two-hour and like three-minute runtime. Like, thanks for getting us out of there. Somewhat timely. Yeah, I, 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 I found it to be like I don't know. I'm, I'm a, I'm a sci-fi nerd. Uh, I love our, I love outer space shit. But excuse me. So, I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a movie kind of like this. It, it reminded me a little of. Blade Runner, in a sense, where it's it's sci-fi, it's in the future, but it's more of a drama, and it's not very fast-paced. It's like a slow burn, kind of a thinking movie. And I, th- I thought that there were some just really fucking cool shots in it, really cool framed shots. Uh, the music kicked ass. Yeah. Brad Pitt killed it. I enjoyed myself. I thought Brad Pitt was pretty standard. Like, his role... It wasn't, uh, it wasn't a tough role for him, I don't think. And like Donald Sutherland was a pretty much just a wasted choice, a wasted character. Like they were, he brought nothing to the movie. Tommy Lee Jones didn't bring a lot to the movie. Liv Tyler was in the movie. Like, what a fucking choice for an astronaut wife! Holy shit! Finally, you you guys made a good decision, and she was fucking. She barely did anything. Is she typecast as the astronaut wife? I. She should be. I don't know. I mean, if you're going to take cues from any movie, why not make it the greatest movie ever made in Armageddon? <laughs> I don't know. I, did, I, you, I, did you fall asleep during it? I, I tried to. I dozed off a few times and Nachi like, like, are you sleeping? But no, 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 no I'm oh, awake. Oh, no, I'm paying attention. Oh, man. They make it to Uranus yet? <laughs> uh, and, you know, I'm not, again... I kind of like sci-fi. Actually, I do like sci-fi. Not as much as you, granted. And I'm not one of these suckers or one of these dicks who, you know, are going to cite like, oh, that's not scientifically possible. Say shit like that. But don't you feel like the ending was kind of lame? Like The how, ending was I a little bit rushed. I don't want to spoil it, you know? The ending was a little bit rushed. Some stuff happened rather quickly that I felt would have been explained more and flushed out more. I feel like, how do I want to say this? So this is a. Cinch- there was some stuff that I couldn't, I couldn't grasp, fully grasp the timeline of. Yeah. And it's hard to get further into that without spoiling shit. But when you start adding up the years of certain things and the years of certain people, and then you're like, 
How? How? Okay, wait. What? No, I... I mm. So they essentially just, like... They set the movie in the not-too-distant future. It's a much different, like, Earth and the solar system. You know, we've colonized planets of the solar system. So they just, like, hinged on the idea where it's like, it's in the future. You can't really... You can't... You can't tell us that any of this is impossible or implausible, so we're just going to do whatever. We're just going to take liberties, creative liberties with this. Like, the final... The mission, it felt like it should take Brad Pitt at least 150 years. I think he cracked it out in, like, a month or two. You know? <laughs> I guess... I don't I didn't get... And, like, it was essentially, like, <clears throat> Apocalypse Now meets outer space, right? Like, Tommy Lee Jones was, in a sense, Marlon Brando's character, right? He's just this wigged-out commander on this, you know, on this on this mission that is fucking off the grid, and they're trying to, like, you know, quell his uh, his uprise or his his rebellion, in a sense. Did is that is that do I have that wrong or is that somewhat right? I ca- I get what you're saying. Yeah, I, ca- I guess I, the bottom line, what I'm trying to get to is I don't fully get what Tommy Jones's motives were. Like he 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 just wanted to talk I to feel aliens. Like we, right? We spoiled a lot of shit in this movie. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think because so. I went into it knowing nothing. I mean, I knew that like Brad Pitt's an astronaut. It's in the future. Um, and there's some mystery mission related to his dad, who was an astronaut that went missing in space. I see. I don't think we did much worse. Than, like I think this, we're still around that. Yeah, we're we're dancing around it. But I feel like uh, I do get what you're saying. There was some stuff I that I wish was explained more. Uh, like why was Tommy Lee Jones a dick, or was he? Or was I don't know if he was a dick. I don't even know. Like was he wrong? I have no idea. I'm, I'm, again, this is where it's like maybe I didn't I mean, understand I can tell things. You, I can tell you maybe I can explain it off off the okay. show so we don't completely spoil I, everything. I think I'm on the same page with you, right? Like the girl at Mars kind of hammered it home that Tommy Lee Jones might be a little uh, – he might not be the, the chillest dude ever, but I still was a little lost by his motives and all that. <clears throat> yeah, I – uh, uh, a cool thing that I got in my experience with it is the fucking director came out and introduced the movie. Like, in the oh, theater. Just After, oh, he injured. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, He didn't say anything afterwards, right? No. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> he didn't show his face. Hey, shut the fuck up. I'm sleeping. I'm still sleeping. Shh. Shh. Uh, but I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I'm get, I'm sucking three point seven five at Astro. Oh my god, you make me sick. Three point seven five Brad Pitt dicks. Look, I'm I'm sorry, Jeff, that uh, I live in this world and actually enjoy things. We all can't just be fucking miserable grumps. Oh fuck that! This sucks. That's my program. I want to watch these guys play catch again. I'll put it on a half, uh, a point and a half, or a dick and a half. That's what I'll give it. Uh, yeah, the the predictions I had were... It was horrible. Whereas you were going to f- hate the movie and fall asleep. You were pretty much right. Yeah. You were right on it. And I struggled to give it... Uh, Any uh, dicks. One, yeah, one and a half dicks. I, again, like the, 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 the Moon Pirates, if you could do like a prequel and just discuss that more, like how do they get the vehicles up there? Did they like... 
I'm fascinated by that. That that sounds cool as fuck, right? Like dudes driving around moon looking to rob tourists. Yeah, like, like they what? <laughs> like I don't know, this is this might be a little spoilery, but like in in this world, in Ad Astra world, space travel is commercial. Yeah. So people that are hanging out on the moon or live on the moon, I guess bad guys were like stealing equipment and somehow formed their outer space. I feel like space is a very hard place to be a pirate. Like on Earth, I don't even think we have submarine pirates. And you know? and that's yeah. Space is a much more hostile environment than the ocean. You would think, right? Like you would think, like the, the the TSA check to get to Moon would be pretty nuts. Like, how the fuck could you sneak weapons up there? I guess you're robbing them when you get up there. But again, you're there's so much gear and equipment. And the other thing is, I felt like yeah, you're telling me like space pirates have like the the wherewithal, knowledge, and resources of say a NASA, right? And I feel like they would be played a little too fast and loose with the physics of gravity. Like, didn't look like anti uh, a lack of gravity was an issue on Moon or the Mars, or, or on the Moon or on Mars. And from everything I've read, uh, there's not a lot of gravity in those places. I, don't well, I think know. there might be gravity on Mars. That's true. There could but be. The Moon's got low gravity for sure. That's true. Yeah, you know what? Maybe I don't know as much as I thought I did about gravity. So I went and saw. I know I'm, my my gravity weight is pretty strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're a stable guy. I have a lot of. I was gonna say I have a lot of gravitational pull. I'm fat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I gotta get some more water. I saw at Astra at the ArcLight on Friday. I went and saw it opening night. I just went there like straight from work, and another movie came out this weekend. Not. Rambo, which I did kind of want to see, but it just, I didn't have time to make two theater trips this weekend. Fucking, uh, downtown, downtown, downtown Abbey. A movie came out of downtown Abbey. And I kind of saw the, the previews for that. And I was like, I know downtown Abbey is popular and it has a following and shit. Uh, I personally don't know anybody that's ever watched it. I'm sure it has its nice, small, little cult fan base. And I think the show's been off the air for a couple years. I think it ended a couple years ago. And then they just poop out a movie for it. And I was like, okay, that's a ballsy move to do a theatrical release for a Downton Abbey movie. Uh, You would have thought fucking Avengers Endgame Part 2 came out at the Arclight. They They had set pieces built up people showed up in downton abbey cosplay i wasn't gonna do this but i'm gonna google it. i have no idea what you mean you don't I, know what downton I, abbey I, is no i don't know what this is it's like a fancy british show that i think it was on like bbc or something or 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 uh oh pbs, PBS. i believe yeah, yeah yeah okay so yeah it's a pbs a chronicle of the lives of british aristocratic Crowley family and their servants in the early 20th century. Yeah, I think I'd prefer keeping up with the Kardashians. So motherfuckers were shown, showed up there wearing, like, I don't know, I don't think that's Victorian clothes, but you get what I'm saying. They were dressed to the times of fancy people from Downton Abbey. Tons of them! They had light things. They were projecting Downton Abbey shit all over the walls. They had these fancy things set up like selfie stations. 
there was Jeff, you, and I don't know if Shuddy, you've been to the ArcLight, right? Oh, we lost Shuddy. Is that where we? Yeah, that's where we saw Good Boys, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they altered the concession concession stand and had a special roped off line that just said VIP Downton Abbey access. So motherfuckers bought like VIP passes, not just tickets to the movie, but VIP passes. What do you think that gets them though? Do you think they get face excuse me, FaceTime with any of like the cast or crew? I think it got them access to the like the the re- set recreation scattered about the theater to take pictures and stuff. Okay. But people are dressed up like fucking flappers. Early 20th century. I think that's Victorian. Is it? Mm. Uh, oh, great. Mm. Now I got to Google that. If you can, if when you can, if you can pull up this info, that'd be pretty impressive. Victorian times. Nice. Nice. Uh, Google, I think we'll have that answer. Wow. Th- and it's a very specific, uh, answer as well. I didn't know they were going to have the exact day pinpointed, but June 20th, 1837 to January 22nd, 1901. Okay, so now. That counts as the Victorian era. So this is early 20th century, so at best it was at the very tail end, but I don't yeah. think so. I think this is post-Victorian because it's quite literally when Queen Victoria ruled England, right? The Victorian. Yeah. So then this <laughs> is about the Crawley family and, and, and Queen Elizabeth, I think, and King George. So, yeah, yeah, that was probably a stupid question. Or Queen Mary and King George V. So, I yeah, was I was shocked. Ask, ask I was question. shocked that the ArcLight went above and beyond and had fucking cosplay and projections and VIP lines and selfie stations. Not only that, Downton Abbey was the number one fucking movie this week. It made thirty one million. Ad Astra got like eighteen million and came in second. Yeah, I saw that that beat. Um, I beat that movie and the other big movie. That oh, was Hustlers, that. the the J Lo stripper movie. Oh, Ram- Rambo. Sorry. Oh Rambo, yeah, Rambo. I don't know that that Hustlers movie. I I haven't looked it up, but just watching that trailer, I was offended because I got the impression that it's a movie about strippers with no titties in it. I mean, so Jennifer Lopez doesn't have. Are you saying she doesn't have titties? No, she doesn't show them. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I yeah, yeah. I don't think it's you know about stripper life. I think it's about their bullshit or the the cons and the grip. hustling. Yeah, that they're doing on the side. So their side hustle to their hustle. Yeah, I, I still I don't think I still think there's opportunities for boobies in there. I don't. And if you make a movie about strippers with it. no boobies, what the fuck? Whoa! Big J Okerson's in it. <laughs> Holy right. shit! Wow. We like. Do we like Big J Okerson? Of course. Has he ever been on this podcast? He hasn't, but I've I've met him a bunch of times and he's awesome. I think he's I think he's a great dude and super funny. So he's, that's that's awesome that he got a role in that. He's a New York guy, right? Yeah, yeah. We should try to get him out. Try to get him out when he comes out here. Uh, yeah, I I be thrown out there a couple times. I should. I fucking I love the Legion of Skanks dudes. Yeah. Louis uh, fuck it up. How dare you not know Louis J. Gomez's name? It's Luis J. Gomez. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, but I, I almost said Luis. I don't know why. That's, <laughs> that's a chick's name. The that's Puerto Rican racist. rattlesnake. The, pa- the Puerto Rican rattlesnake. I like him. I'm trying to IMD boner this and see find the, the parental guidance tab to see if there is titties. Titties? At and hustlers. one point, you see 
Aquafina's nipple. I don't even think she's Aquafina's not in this. Damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Isn't she? I thought she was. No. No, not Aquafina. Lizzo's in it. I don't know who that is. I'm going to have to look these chicks up. I'm, pull- I'm looking up Hustlers right now. But the, are you are you gonna go see Hustlers or are we just talking about it? Just to talk. No, about it? I was just talking about. It. I'm just I'm just over here fucking. See, I I wish again. Oh, it does say they're nudity in it? Rated R, uh, for pervasive sexual material, drug content, language, and nudity. It's probably a dick. They probably found a way to make a stripper movie and then throw a dick in it. And no boobs. Julia Stiles is in there. Ugh. Cardi B, love Cardi B. She's really showing her range. I feel like she's going to pull her titties out, right? I mean, her butthole's on the internet. Has anyone... (laughs) Yeah. uh, Did anyone even throw out that option to her? Like, hey, Cardi, (laughs) can you uh, be naked here? I hope so. See, Takashi 69 threw her ass under the bus? (laughs) Yeah. That's... I think that's the thing that I've been most right about in the history of Mad Scientist Party Hour. Yeah, you you were clowning on him before any of us even knew who he was. Yeah, I saw his demise coming years ago. You guys follow Jude on Instagram. Have you been seeing all the memes he's been he's been posting the Takashi Six Nine memes? I've seen a good number of the memes in general. I mean, he him he, like pointing out Waldo and a where where's Waldo yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, the Takashi Six Nine memes are just epic. So epic. The internet is lighting his ass up. I can't. This might have been on the Ella show. I can't remember who I was talking about this with, but like the repercussions of this regarding Takashi Six Nine's career. Grant, let let's say. He manages to snitch on enough people where he gets zero jail time. Does he have a career? No. I mean, no. Because, like, the, the people, Takashi 69s audience, I imagine, is just dopey little kids. Like, all those SoundCloud rappers with, like, face tats and shit. It's, like, kids that, are, that listen to them, right? That's like, a and, decent point. It's and I don't think kids give, give a shit about street cred or narcs. I mean, it's mostly like the joke that's made is like him and Travis Scott's audience are like 14, 15-year-old white kids addicted to pills, like in the suburbs. So they're not really... Oh, all right. Like the whole snitch life, like they, none of their audience are really gangsters anyway. Yeah, 14-year-old white kids don't care about snitches. But, I mean, I've heard... Like so, for him to be a rapper and to continue his career, he would wave, he'd be waving witness protection program, um, the witness protection program help. So like that would leave him leave him open. And there's and that's also another funny funny little element to this story. Like, how are you supposed to witness protection a guy who looks like fucking Bozo the Clown, fell asleep at a frat house? Well, yeah, I mean he's getting he's his. He's already gotten rid of the rainbow coloring. He's gonna pro- he's gonna have to cut his hair and get f- tattoo. His tattoos removed. He's going to like. There's no way around that. If you're gonna be in the witness protection program, you have to get six. Like you're the only guy with that tattoo. Again, which is my one of my original points. Like you fucking idiot. You really you've really talked yourself into a corner. You have nothing. Like, you have no other choice but to have carry this facade that you've created. And it's, like. I have to go. I go on like TMZ every day because you know I'm, I'm aggregating news stories and shit. So I have to kind of mm. keep keep tabs on all sorts of stupid shit that I don't want to follow. And um, I saw Takashi Six Nine's got this super hot girlfriend. Yep, with like big old nuggets, and she got his face 
like tattooed on her tits or something? Yeah. Like, can you imagine having that ghoulish face tattooed on you? But now she's probably going to have to get that covered up if she goes into witness protection with him. I'm just, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm baffled. I mean, like this guy's props tr- loyalty for that girl, I guess. But I mean, like, can you imagine going into witness protection with someone that you just got their face tattooed on you? Like, oh fuck! No, I couldn't. Like, you have to get, like, oh sorry, babe, I have to get jigsaw removed off of my face, but you have to get my face with jigsaw's face on my face removed off your tits. See, what? It's great. I, I wonder how she feels now that he's officially flipped. Because wouldn't, like, part of the... I mean, maybe he's got a really good personality and he's really nice to her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I would figure part of the attraction is him being this gangster, right? And the fact that he just rolled... I think- like, he went fucking text by text and just straight up ratted all these fools out like it's an like you've seen the memes like it's essentially like take away the comedy that's what he that's, that's what he pretty much did he he threw jim jones on the bus like forget new york you're not going back to new york what the fuck are you doing man like i don't know so i like does she want to enter witness protection with him but she might have to because i think the gang like gang members are going to kill him her and his kid. Like, I don't know. Like, hip-hop isn't what it once was. And the ghettos in New York City or in just in New York or in the United States, like, that demographic and that, I guess, uh, I don't know, that's even changing, that's shifting, right? Like, New York City, Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens, they're not as, as ghettos when nice. we grew up. You know what I mean? Like, they aren't as hard. Like, they don't have... They're being gentrified, right? The ghettos that are, I think, some of the harder places, you know, like Flint, Michigan, or Detroit, Michigan, or, like, certain parts of Texas, or, like, in the South that are rampant with, like, opioid issues, like, parts of Florida, right? But, like, there are random pockets where there's going to be gang members that are going to come after him, I think. So, like, I don't I don't see how he can just, like, nah, I'm good with witness protection. Like, for him to not get witness protection... And to get out with time served would be unreal to me. It'd be unreal. So wait, do you think? Do you think he's going to decline witness protection? No, I really, I don't actually know what was going on other than what Jeff sent us. I got the from the memes. I got the distinct impression that he snitched, but. So he was running with gang members, the Nine Trey Blood Gang, which is I think started in Rikers Island and based in New York City, and it stretched out across the country allegedly. And he was their like, he was one of their faces, one of their fronts, and he he was wildly popular on the internet and with you know this uh, this the audience of kids that that helped make him a bunch of money and in turn the gang a bunch of money. And he would like he would finance the the gang operations and he was the face of the gang and then when they arrested him and they essentially recited back all of the ways that they had him like dead to rights then they used him and and, and got him to testify against the people um the other members of the gang and and just give the inner workings of the gang like like all the okay. text messages that were coded like he 
crack the code for the investigators. It was like, like when you say, like if, like he confirmed the nicknames of all the people that were like arrested. Like so, when you see this name, it's referring to that guy sitting right there. His real name, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh fuck, Dude, like he like. Like he's what he snitched on the 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 nine tray gang, which again I don't know much about, but and then you have like it's such a you know we're in a weird culture because it's like there's gonna be people not weird I guess it's kind of always been like that, but there's people that are gonna want to be famous for murdering him, right? Who maybe aren't so gang affiliated but want to be. I think so, there's people that want to murder him that don't want to be famous. I well yeah. The second he got arrested, yeah, I was, I, that was when I was on, like, okay, this guy's story does not have a happy ending. No. I If he walks, to me, that that is completely fucked. Like, what he's admitted guilt to is just like, like, it's like, uh, I think it's sexual assault on a minor. He's admitted to putting money on a guy's chain who was shot at. He admits, I think, to shooting at people. He admits to being part of kidnaps and like robberies. Like, you got to take him off the street. It doesn't matter how much he snitches. Like, he's got to do fifteen years. Man, where does that guy find free time? Yeah, and rapping, kidnapping, murder. He's kind of talented. Like, if you shooting, channel, if you channeled some of that energy, you might be a doctor yeah. or something. Like, <laughs> the, the fuck, dude? You have all these. Yeah, all yeah. He's got a kid. <laughs> like, it's fucking crazy. Uh but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm rooting for him to go, to see some significant jail time because I think it'd be it'd be I don't think it'd be bullshit if he snitches for him to and turn walks. like that though. They have to be offering him something because <clears throat> I think the first it was like he was looking at like 400 years, like it was over. You know, like I think he's trying to yeah, get out of jail he, eventually. 400 years, or if it's brought down to four after snitching like this, you're not making it four years in prison. He's gonna have to That's go. A the, good point. He's gonna have to do the R. Kelly thing and request so not, to be he, put in solitary. Yeah, no, he can't. He can't do like regular, like he can't do. No, he minimum, can't do general population. Yeah, general population. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, no, no, yeah. Because again, it's like everyone who's. It's not even just blood. It's like everyone who's there wants him. Like you snitch. You snitch on gang members. Like the Crips hate him for snitching on the Bloods. Right. The uh, the Aryan white race hates him for snitching on black people. Like it doesn't matter that that like oh well I don't like the Bloods and I'm in another gang so you snitch on them. Good job. Take like no you snitch like you went against the code, bro. Like uh, everyone's yeah. taking their shots at him. Like like I don't I, I don't I don't see how he could possibly waive witness protection. It's like dude, like you're gonna get like. You're going to get killed walking down the street. Like, what are you talking about? Like, we can't let you just walk out. Like, we'll have to clean up that mess in like an hour. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Like, like if you walk to the store, that means other people in the store could be shot because you're there. Like, we can't. Yeah, they might just like take them in a broom closet and smother them with a pillow and be like, all right, well, this is the best case scenario for everybody. Trust us. Right. Like, isn't the part, like, the point of justice, law, and jail is to protect society from crazy people. And to have this guy just walk in the streets is like, 
He's like a walking target. Yeah, everybody around him. If you miss the is, target, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you could be like that's an instant bystander. Yeah, and he's the type of guy like they're not going to take like one or two shots and hope one of them gets him. No, it's the whole street. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be like rocket launchers and bazookas. <laughs> yeah, it's like Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. There's one guy left. Four of us just fire into this yeah. fucking. Into this, two people got miniguns. Yeah, dude, just throw grenades. Everything like <laughs> the circles close and fire on this fool. Oh man, he's got a he's got a junk rift. <laughs> Oh, he shoots out on a fucking launch pad. Oh, my God. Hey, by the way, speaking of Fortnite, when was the last time you played? You would know, right? It was whenever we played. Oh, that was, so there's there's like a Batman mode now. Oh, I don't know if I like that. I usually don't. Does that mean everyone has to be I Batman or Joker? Ends. No, there's Gotham. The Tilted is now Gotham City. I kind of like that. We got we got we got to fire that up when we're done with the yeah. podcast because it's fun. I want to talk. Shuddy, to you about... you've been playing too. I have. It's pretty dope, right? I bought the uh, I bought the costume pack. Yeah, I did too. Those fuckers got me. It's the first time I spent that much mo- spent money in the item shop like that. Not just using V box. You get two Batman skins. You get the the Dark Knight movie. Batman and the comic book Batman. So I was going to ask you guys, actually, or I was going to ask you, Kevin, I don't know if you bought this, but how do you feel about Borderlands 3? How's that going? I fucking love it. Because you're not as... It's so good. I, I banked on you and Ginger always being on Fortnite or always being Fortnite accessible. And now Borderlands 3, whenever I get Fortnite time, you guys are busy with that. I mean, there's been less Fortnite being played. So how's it going, though? It, I I I love it. Uh, I've, I've seen that like some people. I wanted to see because you know the internet is impossible to please. So I wanted to see what the Amazon reviewers were saying because I think a lot of the game critics have been loving it. And the people on Amazon are like all salty about like the story. They're like, oh, the story sucks. And there's a character that gets killed off, and they're like, oh, you shouldn't have killed that person. The, well, these are like, user what? reviews on yeah. Amazon. I don't know, I think it fucking kicks ass. I think it's super fun. It's got everything I love about Borderlands. And you can go on all these different planets and shit. And all the different planets have such cool, unique environments. I, I'm loving it. I think it's super funny. It's fun to play. Funny? Yeah, it's a really funny game. Okay. How how long? The graphics it... are cool. It's like I love this this the shell sa- <laughs> cell shading style graphics. Is there any, like... Online mode where you can play against other people or in a competitive format, maybe not like Fortnite, but I don't like a Call of Duty so. team deathmatch type thing. It's more of a campaign style game. Okay, but I mean, you know, at some point Tim and I are going to beat it. And then... You guys are working on it together. Yeah. So do you have a mode with him, like a a saved I'm... game with him and a saved solo game? No, I'm only playing campaign when i play with him oh that's cute well I, how many pe- how many people can you campaign with i mean you can't back cheat in, on Tim, back, can you? back in the day kevin would have had like two games going at, at the same time but i don't have i don't know the fucking free time yeah. to do two damn fucking borderland campaigns at the same time yeah your bumble's been doing bringing in better numbers and yeah whiffing Whiffing nonstop is very time-consuming. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, you take a lot of shots sometimes <laughs> out here in this town. Yeah. A question that I did have, though, about the whole review and rating thing. I always wondered this. What's the go-to, like, 
video game review spot. Like, let's say, like the website we won't mention for movies and IMDb uh, or like Metacritic. Those are like three examples for I, movies. I want to say IGN Metacritic does g- games. Do you respect them? I, I go to IGN. Same. I check IGN and GameSpot. You know, now that most see, all right, then I publications are are gone. I used to check like Nintendo Power and uh, uh, what yeah. was what was that other one? What was the other Game Pro? Okay, that might be yes. one. I've known of GameSpot. So GameStop is the store. GameStop and GameSpot is the store. Is this website? Yeah, and GameStop has their own magazine, uh, Game Informer, that you okay. basically just get if you're a rewards member. Okay. And they do reviews as well, but, but I, I know I, don't I, I know IGN has been around forever. But I just always wonder because I, I don't know. I I buy the same video games every year, so I mean, it really, and IGN always scores Madden and FIFA well. Like it's always the same shit, whatever. But I always wondered, like, if I was to step outside the box a little, uh, my comfort zone, or go a little, you know, outside of what I usually do with video games, if maybe, like, where I would go to see like respectable scores or reviews. Yeah. Um, speaking of questions. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's random, random brain, brain question. question. Love it. And this is one I think we, we all got uh, a primer primer on with because it's from Bat Dad. And I think Bat Dad reached out to all of us to kind of clarify what he said. Uh, so... Here we go. Yo, real science talk. Let's be adults about this. If you could take an animal and a known smoke show and combine them, then turn them into an anthropomorphic person to love, what would you choose? Example, Olivia Wilde and a deer. Let's take this serious, gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) So basically... Let's you have take to this serious. You have okay. to fuse a pretty woman with an animal, and then fuck it, or just chill with it. Yeah, like so. What I I have more questions about this. Like, does it can it morph into a woman when I'm ready to have sex, and then it go back to a pet when I'm done? I think it's or all do I have the to time. Fuck the, the same. So I'm not I'm not gonna have sex with my pet. It's just like a hot chick that I want to have as a pet. Oh, I don't know. It would be like the BoJack Horseman universe. I don't think Jeff's going to get that. Oh, you said BoJack Horseman. Oh, yeah, okay. No, I don't know what that means. Um, like I'm thinking Julia Rose and a bangle. That'd be cool. A Julia Rose but, tiger? Yeah. Or uh, like I got the version of like if you wanted a, a uh, an animal as a cool friend, what would you pick? And I assumed like dogs and cats and well, horses were love. off the table. Yeah, I, what the fuck is he talking about? So like, did you see Zootopia? I saw parts of it. Yeah, I think like that. Like it's an animal that talks and stands and behaves like a human, and when you look at them, you can see the resemblance of. Like both Julia Rose. That that's a Julia Rose looking rabbit. Okay, that's a Julia Rose bunny. So 
I got to change around the random brain question. And people on Slack, I'm going to call them RBQs. And they just like, I didn't even get it. And then a couple people said RBQ. I was like, what, are they, what the fuck is RBQ? What are they talking about? Is that random like brain some question. fucking vegan barbecue? <laughs> yeah, I really thought it was like, wait, oh, is that a restaurant? I don't know. What the fuck is RBQs? <laughs> was this Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Now that I know it's random brain question, I really like that acronym, RBQ. <clears throat> but I got to switch this around a little bit because I'm not going to fuck any animal. And that's kind of what he's, uh, he's like... Jeff, trying to you guide are us too. too much into this. Yeah, Just... and the vagina part is a hundred percent human. What do you mean? I'm fuck you, <laughs> shutty. I'm reading too much. Into <laughs> he said, "Take it seriously." I'm doing what bad dad asked. Uh, yeah, because we got mixing Julia Rose with an animal. That's a, I mean, that's a solid start. We're taking. Did you see her post today? She was no. driving naked down the street, and it's like, hey, the, the, sometimes you got to drive with the top off. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You should, you should really smile more. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but okay. So when I first got the question via Twitter DM, it was just like a, an animal you wanted to be friends with. So I assume we're taking dog, cat, and horse off the table since they're like common. You can do whatever pets. you want. Well, I'm, that's, I'm just going to chill with the dog because they seem to be very obedient and chill. I was going to say maybe horse. Like, yeah, I mean... I would say dog and then a horse because you can ride a horse. And then if I can just be chill, like I kind of want to hang out with a bear because then I know like I'm going to win any altercation I'm in because I got a fucking bear on my side. Right. But then again, they're probably gonna... I still think you're completely missing the point of this. OK. Yeah, he then is. You answer this, let's just move on. This question's dead. I'm over it. Uh Oh, Shuddy's over it. I've only heard every third word because Madden, but no, still, I've heard it all. It. Jeff is is trying to get every way out of answering the question that Bat Dad is asking. Yeah, he says turn them into an anthropomorphic person to love. You're making a fuck buddy. You're not riding a horse, Jeff. You we're not doing or this you're for not practical using reasons. A Margot Robbie bear is your bodyguard. Yeah, I'm gonna make a Julia Rose chipmunk and I'm gonna fuck it. I'm not fucking an animal, so whatever. <laughs> All right, stupid question, Bat Dad. I'm sorry. I tried to phone with your your question, your RBQ, Bat Dad, but they ruined it. I the record nope. will show nope. that. No, They'll ruin Jeff it. ruined it. Try to have fun with it. Jeff's you fault. You tried to Jeff's justify fault. your way out Jeff's of answering fault. it. I'm not. I, I I'm giving you the answer. I'm not fucking an animal. <laughs> you guys, which animal are you gonna no fuck? No shit, you're you not said fucking the, an animal. animal. It's no, we're not. Oh god damn it, Jeff. Just think of it as you're all throwing. And you're also an anthropomorphic animal. So you're like a Jeff Winnie the Pooh, and you're going to fuck a Julia Rose Piglet. This question's gay. <laughs> this is the first random brain question I hated, and I'll talk to you off off podcast, Bat Dad. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the conversation you're looking for, Bat Dad. <laughs> no, you won't. Uh, maybe I will. <laughs> maybe I will. He's going to appreciate my RBQ commentary a lot more than you fuckboys. All right. Let's wrap things up with... Voicemails. Yay! I don't know exactly who we've got lined up for this week. Perhaps someone pooped. Perhaps someone farted. Perhaps somebody just wants to ask us a question. Art sold me out of voicemail, so hopefully... It's him. Okay, yeah, and we're gonna try and stay on top of these. I don't, I don't like letting them pile up for months like we did in the past, and that was all my fault. All right, so let's see 
what this human has to say. What's up, Matt? Sciences Party Hour. It's Philippe Cole here. Um, yeah. I just wanted to call to back up Amanda. I listened to Kevin Kraft on, you know, the Ellis show and this all the time. And I've always thought he said online, like when he's waiting at the conventions or maybe it was at the food place or the Apple store or something. I just always thought Kevin saying that he's waiting online when he's in line for something. I thought hmm, that's maybe one of his quirky things where he like goes out of his way to say online just because he has some weird reason for it. But I guess when Amanda asked if it's in line or online, he said in line. So he must do that on accident or you must do that on accident since I'm talking to you too. Um, also. Yeah, I probably do. Um, the onion me this incident on the Ellis show is nope. funny because nice. he gives you so much shit for the onions and then it wrecked him for a full day and he's been he's pouty about the onions. But anyways, um, I'm going to keep on trucking. You guys keep it up. Oh, fuck yeah. Shout out to Lee Cole. That was Lee Cole, right? Yeah. I knew it. I missed him say... What gave it away when he said his name? I I obviously missed him say say his name, but then I I knew the sound of his voice. (laughs) Yeah, he does have a very distinct voice. Okay, let's see what this human has to say. Hey, guys. Want to call him and say thanks uh, for the... Shirts just got them in the mail. They fit great, and I really want to thank Shetty for the little personalized note that was left inside. Uh, oh man, Brady from Alberta, and thanks for all the dicks, farts, and poopies. Keep it up, Shetty. You wrote like love letters to everybody that bought shirts. Well, the to for the printing process, they had to be pre-treated, so I just uh, wrote little notes that said. Uh, wash before guys. wearing. Thanks. I rub my dick on this one. Shoddy. <laughs> I think I met Brady and his lady. At we have met Brady and his lady. Fine Canadians. Uh, so, Shoddy, you mentioned that like some of the shirts got fucked up, so some people's orders were kind of lagging behind? Yep. They all they went out... Um, Saturday morning. Okay, so if you haven't gotten your shirt yet, it's coming. And Shuddy has written you a love note and perhaps a picture of his butthole. Perhaps. Hopefully. Perhaps. Hopefully there's a there's a lot of buttholes being circulated. I've at least sprinkled some of my anus hair on it. Shuddy, shuddy, shuddy. Well, right, I think we got one more. Maybe this is... Arts. Well, it's over two minutes, so that's a good sign that it's him. What up, Matt? Scientist Party Hour. It's a real true stuff. Coming in hot. And, um, you know, I'm just calling to share a little story. I, uh, and I've been debating about this for a while. So, honestly, if you want to play it on the Patreon instead of the main show, I kind of appreciate it, but at the same time, I'm calling into a fucking Oops. podcast, and so it's on me. <laughs> so I got a promotion uh, at work uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe like a month ago. I mean, if if he says something that like is best left behind a paywall, I guess we could we can edit it, we can out. cut it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, about a month ago. This is and, a shame, uh, Gillis. 
it was pretty dope. Everything was going cool, um, but something kind of happened, and one of my female workers came into work with what I, as a man, <clears throat> would determine to be a jizz stain on her shirt. Uh, well, not not one jizz stain, but two jizz stains, one on the front and one on the back. Oh, damn. And I may or may not have taken a picture of said gisting Better for hope. evidence for future ha 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 It's like the Joker. And uh, I got in trouble. I got in a lot inappropriate, turns out. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. Um, and so I lost my promotion because, <laughs> because of that. Um <laughs> Um, but I still think the defense of I'm not the one who came to work with jizz on my shirt should be enough of a defense. Uh, yeah, uh, but upper management still got a job. But uh, <laughs> you let me know. I, I mean, I definitely that was probably a bad call. But uh, you know, I didn't come to work with jizz on my shirt. Um, smoke weed. Don't have jizz stains on your clothes when you go out in public. There was weird, like, sci-fi sound effects in the background of his call. Did you hear that? I did, yeah. Like, Wee! Yeah, it was like an antenna. Yeah. Or uh, some sort of, like, signal in the background. Well, Arts, I know that it's unprofessional to show up with jizz on your clothing. Yeah, you guys um, do the professional advice, but the career advice. I don't know. Upper management, uh, you don't want to, I guess, stoop to that level. So, like, if someone shows up with jizz on them, I guess the the top-tier level of the employees are the, the ones that are supposed to not be drawing attention to it, I guess, right? <clears throat> yes. Shut up, you're a manager. Uh, as, upper, as upper management, uh, yeah, no, that was, you're, you're, you're full in the wrong. I mean, it's funny. But at least be. It's one of those things where you got to you pick know. your battles, you know, Art. And don't get caught if you're doing something that silly. Yeah, yeah. you silly goose. Art. Maybe not. Maybe that was bad <laughs> advice. That's not the right advice. Don't go taking clandestine pictures of your female coworkers. Yeah, That's whether they're not... jizz coded or not. Yeah, and to, you know, keep my point here short, and I don't want to be mean, Art. I oh, love boy. you. I'll hug you when I see you, but just my my immediate reaction is, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> I'll just leave it there. Like, what the... F- what? Well... You just got promoted. Yeah, wow. I'm glad to hear you... Uh, you're still employed, though. That's yeah. News. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I thought this was going a, a much deep, uh, different direction. Yeah, it sounded like you were going Joker there. Yeah. Like, you were going to just, you know what... I'm switching careers. Now I'm going to be a supervillain. So I said, why so serious? (laughs) Yeah, so does that... So now you... hmm, Yeah, maybe... I don't even know if this is a good paywall voicemail. Because I have more... I'd have questions for him. Like, so are you... Now that you're not promoted, are you back on the same level as her? (laughs) Yeah, is she still there? Could she be promoted ahead of you now? Uh, Maybe you could have talked to to your bosses and been like, all right, how about this? Tomorrow, I'll show up to work with Jizz on my shirt, and she can take a picture of it. 
So we're even, right? Yeah, how is it not going to create a hostile work environment? Yeah, we're both on the same level now. We both showed up to work jizz glazed. Yeah, you got to think of like the no, house. No, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, you're, uh, my point wasn't about your point in reference to that. <laughs> oh, what was your point? Thanks for clearing that up. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I did have some syrup. Hey, but you. Don't hide behind my, the weed. My that's point. What, that's yeah, what Arts is trying uh, no, to do. Uh, we got to step up here to and your be friends. Point, my, what, whose point? My no, point was, was your point. Was, how is he not going to have a hostile work environment now? Like, how is there not going to be tension between him and this coworker? I think, I wonder if there's any, at his company, if there's any type of management orientation or training. Because maybe they would just would have handled this when he was training for his promotion, right? You know, because I feel like if you're going to be promoted to a manager, it's like, hey, man, so the proper way to handle that, if there's like, if I'm putting on my Toby hat, my HR hat, like the proper <laughs> way to handle that is like, I'm not sure what that stain is on your shirt, but we're trying to run a professional and clean, clean environment. So I'm going to need you to change your shirt if you're going to go onto the marijuana floor. I'd say I'd handle that. You don't even you have... definitely don't take pictures. Well, you also <laughs> don't want to speculate when you're talking to her about it. Don't want to speculate what the stain is. Yeah. Just be like here. At um, High Sale Poops. Uh, I, I mean, I'm just making up a weed company. Yeah, no, I didn't believe that was where he, where he worked. <laughs> uh, high Grade Poop Factory. Uh, don't tell, don't, don't tell people where Arts works. We don't go out on the storeroom floor with stains, uh, stains on our shirts. Yeah. We, have to be, we have to present ourselves as professionals, not um, stained up weed junkies. Yeah, because also, if it's not jizz... And you're talking about it with HR and your bosses, as and you're saying it is jizz. Like you've lost there. Like the, the, the com- you've lost. Yeah, yeah, you've lost. Like it's over. Like, um, ma'am, it appears you have an affinity for um, cupcake frosting or condensed milk. Yeah, did Arts even say what company or it is? Did he say like what space he's working in? Is it marijuana? I, no, I mean I was just guessing because he. <clears throat> everything is weed with him because i mean it would have to be because he would have to be really really fucking good at his job for him to keep him to keep him around after doing this dumb shit arts i love you this is like getting fired on your day off what the fuck are you doing <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> you took a you she was walking around with a stain on her shirt may or may not have been just you thought it was just you thought so much about you thought so much that it was just that you decided to take a picture of it and then make fun of her, and and you kind of trailed off a little bit and started laughing in the voicemail. You said to use it, to use it for what? Was it like blackmail? Is this like succession? Like what? You making f- a meme? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? And this is coming. This is on the heels of you getting promoted. And what you? I mean, you only get promoted usually to management or like to some sort of supervisory role. So like that is not what you should be doing on your first day as management or in the early days of your management. Uh. But yeah, I mean, I, he has to work in the marijuana field because it's like he's—you can't get rid of that guy in the marijuana business. You need to have arts there, you know. Yeah, like he—he he knows about the thorpines and plampines. Yeah, he's you know a real true stoner. Like yeah, you yeah. know, if he, he's going to officialize. What did you say? The Happy Poop Four Twenty Plaza. What did you say it was? Where does he work? <laughs> I, I, the the Smoke and Poop Factory. The Smoke and Poop Factory. That's right. Fuck arts. Thanks for the voicemail. You wild man. Uh, yeah. 
Um, let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> send, in, send in a voicemail and um, let us know ahead of time, and we'll specifically play that one on the Patreon. And you can let us know where the location of said stain was. Yeah, like, like you're was committing it, hard was it, to it being a jizz stain. Was like, it leaking out of her butt? <laughs> she couldn't have went to, like, Krispy Kreme. Like, that couldn't have been some sort of, like, glaze. Like, are you sure it's jizz? Are you sure? And you got to think of, again, you got to think of, like, the, the political aspect of this and the House of Cards aspect of this. Like, now that you're being, maybe she gets promoted because you're they're taking away your promotion. So you just insulted your future boss and she, she could definitely fire you, right? Uh, if she gets promoted, you got to think about this shit, partner. It's fucking house of cards out here. This is even even the marijuana industry has has they're they're starting to turn corporate. Yep. It's politics. Whew. All right. Well, it's always, uh, sometimes it's good to end on an important lesson. <laughs> it's like Jerry Springer. That was my yeah. final thoughts. I. I need to hug Arts. He needs a hug. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Arts. Jeez. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, being a part of the Puminati and supporting Mad Scientist Party Hour. Truly means a lot to us. And, uh, hey, if you need more of us in your life, why don't you check out the aforementioned Patreon show? I'll tell you what, man. We've done some Patreon shows that rival... And could even possibly best some of our best ever just main shows. Content. We've done, we've done some... There's some good work going on over there behind the paywall. I know it sucks. Nobody wants to pay for any content. But we're just some low-level goobers trying to swim in this sea of fucking giant fishies and sharks and shit. So check it out. It's patreon.com slash Hour. We do extra little bonus episode every week. That's up there. And then the $10 tier has all of our own individual shows and video shows and shit. I just plopped out some new content there. There's going to be some new stuff coming. I got big stuff coming for the month of October. And, uh, yeah, our goofy asses will follow you back on uh, Instagram and Twitter, too, if you if you check out that fucking $10 tier. There's no fucking, uh, there's no Bukaki 6 9 snitching going on. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not gonna, we're not gonna snitch if you become Puminati extreme or elite. Nope. Uh, and uh, if you enjoy what you're hearing, please head over to iTunes and subscribe or whatever thing lets you subscribe or whatever it lets you rate. Hook us up with a good rating, please. It's truly helpful. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. On both Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget, if you want to shoot us an email, it's, oh, I'm so burpy, madscientist at riotcast.com. Or you can join our voicemails, yay, crew, and call 201-472-0139 and leave a message after the beep. Uh, Shuddy, you got anything? Uh, we do have, uh, we managed to have some extra shirts. So if anybody is interested, we do have... Uh, some that I can send. There you go. All the all the slackers that missed out on the pre-order. Have, we got uh, you. We still have pins, patches, and stickers also. Oh, yeah. That's some good shit. Whoop, whoop, whoop. All right, friends. Thank you for listening, but until next time, oh, something.
Oh, hi, 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 hi. This sounds nice. Beep, bop, boop, bop, beep, boop, boop. Oh, I see. Dustin's name is right beneath Shuddy's on Skype. Miss that guy. We gotta get him on. What up? Yo, Shuddy. What's up, fellas? What's going on, dude? Not much. <laughs> hey, Shuddy. Oh, I thought was wondering where DB the CS was. <laughs> Man, that is a clumsy acronym. You make me sick. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to call him <laughs> Dookie Boy the Cocksucker. No abbreviating. Yeah, it's preferable. Let's do that instead. <laughs> you know, even your shitty vibes can't bring me down, Shuddy. Do you know how happy I am today? You, you can kind of imagine. I can imagine. The I mean, hammer dick was swinging yesterday. It's it essentially went about <laughs> as well as I hoped it could go. Hey, I'm I'm completely in the dark here. What's what's going on? We have all right, it's the football Giants related. rookie quarterback yeah. had a hell of a game. And brought them back from 18 points down. Yeah. So he's this nerdy-looking white guy, and everyone, th- who since he's been drafted this <laughs> he summer... He looks like an Eli Manning clone. Do you know uh, who was, Eli Manning is? I was picturing more of Logic. Um, mm. Yeah. Like a tall Logic. He's kind of like a, th- like a thumb. He's just a dumb thumb with a face, right? That's pretty much Daniel Jones. Yeah. Just like okay. 15 years younger. He's Thumb Man. Yeah, like he's the most boring, bland guy. His name is Daniel Jones. Like he's just a bland dude, right? But everyone shit on him uh, since he's been drafted this summer because he's a boring white guy. There's, you know, there's not a lot. There wasn't a lot of interesting, a uh, lot of interest in his game while he was in college, and he was drafted pretty high. So people were skeptical, and to rally around him, I started calling him Hammer Dick because I think he gives off like a very much like a Nick Foles. Big Dick Nick vibe, where it's just like <laughs> he's sneaky athletic. He's been a, a three-year starter at college. People sleep on his athleticism and his poise and his and 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 how he gels with the locker room. But I think when due time, they're going to find out that he's got a big swing and a hawk. And they found out on game one. This fool, this fool is coming to play, and I'm excited because you know how much I love to zig when everyone else zags. And the fact that yeah. I get to be right, and that's what, I makes, got... that's what makes Jeff Clark Jeff Clark. Yeah, yeah, and I never get. I'm very rarely right when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and through one game, it's only one game, but I'm right. Well, I'm happy. I got. He is in games in his career in games where the Giants are losing by 18 or more points. He's one and zero. In Eli's career, he's zero and 44. Yeah. Hmm. It's a, it's I don't a, know what any of that shit means, but it's a I'll bit take of a it. gay, cherry-picked stat, but it just goes to show that 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 the Giants should be excited about this guy. Did you see what happened to me with Final Fantasy Football? No, I missed it. Um, Do you have another nail biter that you got the wrong side of? Uh, who did I play? Who did I play last week? I don't think it was. Well, Dylan the Trucker was last week, right? I played someone different. Just just this past weekend. Here, give me a second yeah. and I can tell you. Oh, Ron Stoppable, I think. 
Ron Stoppable not only fucked my ass, <laughs> okay, but he stuffed both of his balls in there too. What he, like, did he lap you? Did he double you up? How bad almost, was the beating? I think he got almost 150 points, and I got like 90 or something. Yikes! And I, I've been it's it's been a really busy time and a little hectic. And uh, as far as priorities go, Final Fantasy football is very very low. Hmm. Uh, really? So I checked I checked the website to see how I was doing, and half my team's dead. They all fucking died. I gotta look at your team to see who you're missing and how. I got no done. one. <laughs> Nobody. Gotta hit the playing. waiver wire. No one's playing. Drew Breeze, Jarek McKinnon. <laughs> it's only two people. No, yeah. there's other oh, people. And uh, Alshon Jeffrey was out. Somebody else is out, and then you helped me last With the weekend kicker. get that guy because he uh, fucking Austin kicked his Hooper toe off or some shit on the bench. Yikes, bro! I got a bunch. I got a bunch if of Kevin's put, on my if, team. If you had Austin Hooper and uh, Muhammad Sanu in, you would have won. Yeah, well, I Ron, hate- Ron Stoppable, you're just lucky that I'm super busy and retarded. I hate Muhammad Sanu. Uh, two years ago, I went into the playoff game against Shuddy. Muhammad Sanu was my la- was the last player playing. And I think I was down like 3.4 points, and it was Monday Night Football, and he scored like 3.2, and I lost to Shuddy by like a fucking, by like a fingernail. It was brutal. So I've taken so it out on guy... Mohamed Snoo forever. I'll never <laughs> draft him again. And I have Mohamed Snoo? Yeah, and he, he played his ass off last game. So he's he's a good player. He just shit the bed for me that one game, so yeah. now I'm, I, I have a grudge. Oh, boy. All right. Shuddy, can you hear this fart? Yes. Do we have a lot to talk about today? I don't even know. No, I don't think so. But <laughs> I don't have much. I I feel good. I'm feeling good. I don't know if smoke some uh, pot. If that's no. Okay. I don't know if that's <laughs> necessarily gonna translate into a good show. I'm certainly gonna try my hardest as I always do. But <laughs> I feel good today. I'm 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 pumped. I feel grateful that I get to do the show with you guys. You have a nice glow to you. Are you noticing my glow? I oh, had did a, you just get laid? Did you beat <laughs> off before I got home from work? No. I have I had a pretty sweet sunburn going this past weekend. Really? Yeah. Um, it was all on my face, though, because I was wearing a shirt. Uh, Man, me, you got to stop getting sunburned so much. It's not. It, honestly, You're I thought. cancer. I thought it was going to blister and be horrible, but I'm all right. I can't. I mean, I'm colorblind, so it's kind of hard for me to tell if, unless you're, like, deathly sunburned. But I was I notib- noticeably like super red yesterday. What were you doing? Were you playing beach volleyball again? No, we really just went to the beach just to chill out. And you didn't put enough on your face. I didn't put anything on. Like oh I really thought God. we were going to be keep a- doing that. I thought we were going to only be out there for a half an hour, and I think we we're out there for like two hours. Still not that long. That's a long fucking time to be out. The sun was pretty. pretty Either of those brutal. are big long enough to get sunburn. You ding dong. I feel like it's hit or miss with me though. You need a fanny pack. And like, that fanny pack needs to always have sunscreen in. Like I'll go I'll go running by the beach once or twice a week and between like stretching and chilling and doing Instagram and actually running, I'm out there for like an hour, hour and fifteen, and I never wear sunblock. And it's never an issue. But just sitting in the sand, 
probably probably not a good idea. I was doing pretty good with um, color around the time when I first moved out here because where the very first SiriusXM studios were in L.A. was in a, like a residential area, and there was no parking for employees, and street parking was like you can only park for an hour at a time. So you'd have to run out every hour and move your car, and if we did a long break that went longer than an hour, I couldn't fucking walk out of the building while the show is live. Hmm. So I got, I started getting all these tickets, and I'm like, this is like a wash. I'm basically an intern again. Like, all the money I make is paying off my fucking parking tickets. So I just started walking to and from work every day. Nice. And it was like about 30, 40 minute walk each way. And uh, I got, I had color. Like, I actually had a legit tan. So we're looking at like a mile and a half. For people that were like, on Facebook, like, my my East Coast friends were like, Jesus Christ, L.A. boy, get out of the fucking sun. Like, I was getting chastised for being tan. Yeah. Fucking me. And yet it was more like city living. It wasn't beach living. Yeah. Which is, which is funny. But I got I to gotta do something about that. Like, I went on a date with this girl who was just breathtakingly gorgeous. Wait, are we I, we're recording? Are you talking about this publicly? Yeah. All right, yeah, cool. I don't mind. All right. And has there been we a second We talked about date? it last week. Didn't we? Did? We? we weren't recording, though. Uh, yeah, you were just well, bragging about how a uh, hot chick actually well, gave you attention. There's nothing to brag about further than that. <laughs> she but. stopped giving you attention? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, like, she, we met on, like, Bumble or something, and I saw, when I saw we matched, I was like, holy shit. I was like, okay, well, this is definitely one of those matches that's just going to expire before she ever breaks the, the yeah. talking barrier. Or try to sell me some sort of po- lotion or yeah, vitamins. yeah. And then we were talking and we were getting along and I asked her to go out and she was like, yeah, let's do it. And then she was like, I'm like, well, you can pick the venue. You're, you're the one meeting a fucking weird dude off the internet. So you pick, you pick home base. Did you say that to her? No, but that's, I always try to let the chick pick the, the date location. So she doesn't feel like I'm trying to, I don't know, set her up or some bad move, bad move. Yeah. You got to lead. Yeah. You got to take the bull by the horns. I mean, I, I'm always the first person to I ask, like, hey, Jeff we should go side. out. All right, may, yeah, maybe I'm overthinking it. But anyway, uh, she's like, hey, well, why don't we go to the beach? And I was like, oh, my Fuck, God. See, that's what happens. See, that's oh what happens. Oh, my God. You, you, you put the ball in her corner or her court, and she says something you don't want to do, and now you look bad or you look a certain way. Well, how I got around it was I said I had um, work shit to handle until 5 p.m., Oh, okay. So I was like, yeah, there's no way we can do the beach. Yeah. If I, we do go to the beach at fucking 6 o'clock, I'm not expected to, like, strip down into a bathing suit. Like, I, I can't... First date? She, she's gorgeous. She doesn't have, like, an ounce of body fat on her. Super hot. And I'm going to go there fucking with my roly-poly stomach and my my pointy-ass witch tits. Yeah, you need to... And big, fat sausage nipples. You need to put it in a venue where you have the advantage, yeah, the upper yeah. hand every time. I like breweries, honestly. I think I haven't been on a first date in a few years now, but that was the last first date that I went on was a brewery. I think it's a good move because yeah, it gets the drinks flowing a little bit. Yeah, it's casual. It's you're they're you're usually pretty cool yeah. places. Like I like breweries, so, but yeah. So after we we went on a date and she somehow managed to be even hotter in person. I was like, this is ridiculous. This isn't this isn't fucking going anywhere. But she texted me first 
after the date was over. So I was like, all right, maybe I got a chance. And then the next day I was like, hey, we should, uh, we should go out again sometime. And she was like, um, well, we could go out as friends. I don't think I'm really interested romantically. And I was like, uh, respect. All right. Like, I, I give you props you for, for, for no <laughs> did bullshit. You say that? Yeah, yeah, I did. No, that's fair. That's actually, it stings a little bit up front, but as, I don't know. Like, oh, for sure. As adults and, and, and you know, guys, like, I, I, I definitely agree with you in the sense that thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank I you. did. I was like, I was like, Because it sounds like you would have spent at least $500 to find out that no, eventually. Mm, yeah. like, I'll, I'll keep trying my best date until, <laughs> until something breaks here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at least she was like, eh, I could see the effort and I respect them. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, thank you. Thank you for not wasting my time. Thank you for not, like, and, pussyfooting around this. Yeah, and thank you for shooting me straight. That's awesome. And, uh, sure, you are invited to game night. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she's like, I, she's like I'll, be, I'll be full-blown honest with you. I hate just about everybody I encounter in life. She's like, people just drive me fucking insane. She's like, but you actually, I like... Like I would actually choose to hang out with you. I was like, "Oh, we're gonna, we're going this route, huh?" Okay, you're landing on a little heavy, right? Okay. But I was like, "All right, whatever, fuck it." Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, your personality is great. You're just ugly as fuck, and no way. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, take it easy. Take it easy. I appreciated yeah. the honesty, but now, no, 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 no. But I'm serious. You're a great guy. I just, you know. No way would your dick ever go inside of me. Yeah, Just I, looking at me, you makes me want to vomit. I wouldn't fuck you with Hitler's dick. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, can we be friends? Oh, no. I don't think, and she kind of lives far away, so I was like... I, and I was like... Is she a valley girl? No, no, she's a beach girl. I was like, look, I, I get it, but like, I'll shoot you straight too. I don't know if I'm down for like an hour, hour and a half commute for a platonic friendship. For someone that I just met, but like, hey, if you're ever in Studio City, hit me up. <laughs> where, where, where? I mean, excuse me, where does she live? What part? She kind of lives near Redondo. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> no, or, my area is nice, and yeah, that's people don't understand, but obviously you do. Like that, that's a long distance relationship. Yeah, <laughs> Manhattan Beach to Hollywood's a long distance relationship. There's a lot of chicks and dudes in between Manhattan Beach and Hollywood, like. So that's a, that's a tough one. That's yeah. a tough one to pull. Especially for someone like her who clearly has options. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, well, can I get... We don't have to go without fucking pathetic my, my love life is. Uh, I bought but, a, a new thing of weed from a... Like, I've been going to the same place for like a while now. That year looks like so. a prize pod. This is from WTC down the street in Ventura Boulevard. Oh, I've been there a couple times. Uh, it was pretty good. It was only $43 for the safe. It's what do you want to smoke some of it? Yeah, I want to smoke some of it. Yeah, dude. All right, but I know you're about to start. I'm getting all sweaty and shit. Can we turn on the mic, the microwave, the air conditioner? Yeah, I like how you're talking about this like, like it's the fucking mad scientist AA hour. Can I smoke weird? What's your smoking method? Are you just packing up a bowl? Yeah, I'm just going to pack a bowl. Hi! Do you hear that, Shuddy? You hear what? Oh, damn it. From Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs> 